Get Real Leads Crown podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am personally excited and over the moon for this interview. I am doing the mind of a champion today, and I cannot do that without my girl, <laughs> Megan Egley. Woo! I wish I had like that background noise there, but girl, we are so happy to have you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Honored, yeah. really. Oh, aren't you sweet? I'm honored too. And you know, for those who are listening going, who's Megan? Megan, not only is a a fierce title sales executive in Oregon, one of our, um, in one of our brands, one of our companies, she is also, this is, this is why she's on here because I am completely obsessed with her because she just won, first of all, first place in her class and class B in her uh, bikini division at Salt Lake City Bodybuilders Competition. But she also, with all the classes and all the people there, she won the overall champion of the bikini division in Salt Lake City. So I just, first of all, have to, I got to (laughs) clap. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the clincher. She won it in a quarantine. That's (laughs) the part I don't understand. Like, yes, people win them and this and that. But like right now we're eating donuts and cheeseburgers and her body is like, she's on my screen. You can't see it, but amazing. I did put your winning picture up here behind me. So people are listening. are like, what are you talking about? But yeah, she's got a picture up. <laughs> this podcast and oh, I was like, I love girl all the way. I love it. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah, you betcha. Congratulations. You're a rock star. You are the epitome of someone who is regimented, focused, and determined to get to an end result. And I have to ask you questions and I have to understand your mindset and I have to have my listeners hear what you have to say about this. So we're going to hop right in. I want to know what made you get started in the bikini bodybuilder world? Where was your start? Yeah. So I actually, I've been an athlete all my life. I played volleyball. I actually got a full ride to play volleyball in college. So After I graduated, I was just working out all the time with no end goal in mind, and I'm super competitive, so I had this trainer at my gym that was like, oh, you should totally compete in bodybuilding. Like, you'd be great. You're competitive. You should do this, and without even looking into it, I was like, okay, sure. I'm competitive. Let's do this. With I had no idea what I was getting into, but I knew I needed some sort of goal to reach towards. So I just dove right in. I love that. I love it. Just leap with faith and look what happens. I mean, my goodness, you know, it's interesting to me because every time we talk and work together, I always think to myself, there's so many similarities between bikini bodybuilding and sales. I really find a correlation. There's so many different parts that find it to be similar. Do you find that? Do you find that there's an overlay of that there's say that you need certain attributes and behaviors and restrictions and all that to really master and excel in your job? Yeah, I mean, what it comes down to is like routine and consistency, and that's literally all you need in both things. So to be successful in bodybuilding, you have to have routines set in place and you have to be consistent. It's not, you know, you can't just eat one good meal and be on your meal plan once and then expect to have success in the end. And same thing goes for sales. Like you can't just show up and add value to a client's business one time and then dip out and expect to earn their business. You know, in sales, you have to continue to show up daily for your clients and for yourself 
And in bodybuilding, same thing. Like if you don't do everything consistently day in and day out, you're not going to have success in the end. Okay. Now that's a great point. What if today you wake up and you don't want to be consistent? You want to eat a cheeseburger for lunch and you want to lay in bed longer and not do your workout. How do you like get your mind, body, and soul ready, prepare, and regimented? How do you do that? <laughs> it's really funny. I, people are always like, how do you, how do you stay so motivated? And you know, when you wake up and you don't feel it, there is no secret sauce. There's no like recipe for staying motivated and always wanting to do those things. It's just about kind of muscle memory, like that routine. Once you set those routines in place, whether you're motivated to do, to do it or not, you just do it. Cause you know, end goal at the end of the day, do you want that sale? Do you want that championship? And if you have that goal in mind, you're going to put in the small daily things to get there. So when your body is going, I want a cheeseburger, your brain goes, and I want a championship. So sorry. That's right. And, and it's even when no one's looking, you're, yeah. you really have it down. Is it a voice conversation? Do you, you went to a party, there's a cheeseburger there, or there's donuts or cakes or whatever. Do you have a voice conversation that says, don't you dare? I mean, what happens in that moment? For sure. It's, you know, at the, when it comes down to show day, if I were to get second versus first, I would want to know looking back on every single Every single decision you make is either getting you closer to your goal or further away. Yeah. And so at, Ooh, at, the, at the end of that day, or, you know, when I step on stage, if I got second place, I would want to look back and say, I did everything in my power to win today. And if I didn't win, then I can't look back and have any regrets on anything because I know I controlled my own controllables. You can't control everything, but you have to take accountability for yourself specifically. And if you veer off the path and you get second at the end of the day, you can look back and say, damn, it could have been because I ate that cheeseburger and you would just beat yourself up at the end. You know, mm -hmm. it feels so much better to get to the end and say you didn't win but you knew you gave everything you had, you feel good at the end of the day. That still. is a champion in my opinion, that if yeah. you come in second and you did everything you possibly could, meaning you said no to the cheeseburgers, you worked out three hours a day, you had your coaches, you did everything everybody ever asked of you. It's like, you're walking away a champion in my opinion, you know, For sure. It's, it's, that's a big thing. Um, how do you measure your goals? Is it a daily thing? Is it a weekly thing? Is it a monthly thing when you're about to compete? How do you, do that? So I check in with my coach once a week and we go solely based off pictures. I've had coaches in the past where we do weight and we do, you know, other things like checking in daily weight. But this coach, it's just once a week I send pictures and it's, have I progressed? Do I look better? And on the, you know, on the smaller end of the scale, some people say, you know, it's 90% diet, 10% workout, but really it's a hundred percent diet, a hundred percent workout. 
you can't with bodybuilding, you can't make up on one end of the spectrum. Like it has to be a hundred percent all or nothing. So how am I measuring success and how am I hitting goals? It's literally every single meal. It's a yes or no. Did I eat the meal? Yes. Did I not? No, it's all or nothing. Same with the workouts and the cardio. Like, did I do all my cardio? Yes or no. If it's no, it's no, there's no, Oh, well I did like 90%. No, it doesn't cut it. You know, it's interesting. That's like sales. Did you do your prospecting? Yes or no. Did you hit your target weekly goal appointment? Yes or no. It's not gray. Well, I had eight appointments, but two canceled. It's a no. Yeah. You know, it's the same. These are great tips. I knew this was going to come out being a winning, you know, podcast. And thank you for sharing this because honestly, it's the same types of habits. It's a yes or a no. And honestly, bullshit not included. You know, these excuses, nobody gives. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I had a coach early, early on that had a quote. I don't want to mess it up, the, who the person was that said it. So I won't even go there. But the quote is, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. And she lived by that. And so I have really adopted that mindset because it doesn't matter what it is. Like you'll make it happen. You will find a way to make it happen if it's important to you. And if it's not important to you, you're going to find every little excuse in the book. So if you're listening to the podcast right now, you have to listen to that for a second. That's a really important thing. Like I feel like we can talk the whole time on just that because we are a excuse-driven society. Sorry, we just are. People are so much more interested in spilling out their excuses and their bullshit than they are about actually doing what it needs to take and what it takes to get where you need to go and putting that 100% in and knowing, is it a yes or no? That's it, right? Yeah. So how do you stay, um, how do you, how it, I just wanna know this, is like a sidebar question. How is it absolutely humanly possible to win an overall in a competition in the middle of COVID, in the middle of everyone else shut down? Really, me too. I mean, I've got COVID-10. I have 10 extra pounds. I've never had, I'm the heaviest I've ever been in my entire life. I looked in the mirror the other day, I go, oh my God. So how do you do that? Uh, It really goes back to that end goal in sight. You know, when, and what I just said, having no excuses at the end of the day, you don't know whether we're in COVID or not, you don't know tomorrow. So you have to decide today, am I winning the day? And if my end goal is to step on stage on June 13th, then I can't control June 13th. I can control right now today. And so I really just kept that mindset during, you know, the lockdown. I had no access to a gym. Shout out to my husband for letting me in the garage gym and sharing space. Um, But I just, you know, it really does. It really does. And I just mentally, I made the decision, you know, I can either throw it all away and not have anything to reach towards again, not having a goal. Or I can use this to distract me and focus on prepping for my competition and, you know, 
if it gets canceled, it gets canceled. And I just have a great bod, right? <laughs> right. I mean, no one's complaining. <laughs> um, what tools and systems and people do you need in your world to make this all come together for you? So let's break it down. Like what tools do you need? So pre COVID, I would have said I need a gym and I need, you know, but gosh, speaking realistically, like I, I need workout equipment. Um, I need a coach a hundred percent. I need a coach. I could not do this without my coach. Mm -hmm. Um, we get what's called prep goggles. So we get in our head so much that we stop seeing our progression. We stop seeing that we're getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, so a coach helps to visualize that and set a plan in action, um, support system, big time. This sport can drain the life out of you. And without my, my husband, oh my gosh, my husband has, he, I could not do this without my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just support system for sure. And then all the normal things, like I need to be able to do cardio. I need to be able to eat food Mm -hmm. (laughs) and work out good choices and food. That's important there. You sound like a sales executive. I literally, I feel like you, you know, you need tools to help you do your job. You need a phone to do your prospecting. You need your scripts. You need your systems to stay organized. You need your coach holler. You need your husband, you know, you need like you need your clientele. Like I just, there were so many things that thread through similar in sales that it does take tools. It takes systems. It takes support. It takes accountability. For sure. Same thing. It's interesting. Um, we want advice. So my listeners, myself, we want some advice. Okay. So COVID 10 pounds up. I know others feel the same way too. How do we start today making better choices when we're surrounded by, potato chips and a donut and want to go get in and out. It's easy in between appointments, et cetera, et cetera. How do we start today? So I think the biggest thing is it's actually called NEAT, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And really something that we're not aware of is COVID being at home we're not aware of how much less movements throughout the day we're making. So just those simple things like getting up in your office and walking to the bathroom or getting up and going to your car to go somewhere from appointment to appointment, that all adds up to movement. At home, we're moving so much less. So today, if you guys just start adding in more daily movement and we don't have to go zero to 100. That's the problem. People are like, I gained 10 pounds during COVID. I need to start doing three hour workouts, an hour of cardio, whatever. Just add 10 minutes of walking into your day because we went from moving throughout our day a ton, going from place to place to now we're just moving from maybe our living room to our bedroom. So adding in more movement throughout the day. And then with food, think of your body like a car. If you have a Mercedes, you're not putting cheap gas in that Mercedes, right? Right. You want to put good fuel in the system because at the end of the day, you run better on good fuel. Mm -hmm. So if you're fueling your body with garbage, you're going to feel like crap. Mm -hmm. 
if you start trading out those things and you're noticing, oh my gosh, I actually feel better. I'm showing up better for my job because I'm eating better. I'm showing up better for my family because I'm eating better because energy, I have more energy because I'm eating better. If you start to train your mind to see it as fuel for your body rather than a satisfaction type of thing, it's going to be a lot easier to grab maybe the vegetables or the salad and chicken over the potato chips because it's good, but how do you feel 30 minutes later? You might feel sluggish or tired. So those are my tips. Like just move more people and try to see food more as fuel instead of satisfaction. And girl, have a cheeseburger once a week, twice a week. (laughs) So you don't lose yourself and binge and go crazy. Don't become completely restrictive. Like it's good to enjoy. But if that's what we're just, you know, it takes the enjoyment out of it if we're doing it all the time every day. Right. Use it as like a treat. What is your treat, by the way? Oh, my gosh. Burger and sweet potato fries and frozen yogurt. That is that is my go. It's so hard to believe because I'm staring at your, you know, the championship body here with you on stage, and I'm thinking there ain't no yogurt up in that body. Like what? I will throw it down. I should send you pic. You would be impressed. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. It's just, it's great. It's great to hear. And those little, little tips, little chipping away. Um, I like intermittent fasting. I'm also obsessed with water. I like the water intake. I feel like that's a big flusher, you know, for those of you listening and coffee and diet Coke is like your way about just know water is a big contribution to, you know, flushing the system, which is really important. So how do you, how do you say no to the things like, you have a tummy ache or, you know, you don't feel good or, you know, I don't really want to work out like the distractions that come in or like now a big client in your title business really needs something. And it was going to be during your workout and they want to meet with you. How do you, you know, um, handle distractions or failures, or maybe you did eat a freaking cheeseburger and sweet fries, or maybe you had one too many yogurts. I'm not sure. (laughs) How do you handle distractions in your process? I think just, you know, realizing that if you mess up, you mess up. We're human. And that's an expected thing. Like I know going into a, a competition prep, there is going to be days where I'm like, heck no, I don't want to do this. I want to quit. And knowing ahead of time that you're going to have those days and just in that moment, just deciding it doesn't matter because this is a feeling. It's an emotion in the moment. And we can't, you know, we can't attach ourselves and our actions to every emotion. That's just way too wild. If you just know in the beginning, I'm going to feel this at times. And if I just do the work and put the feelings aside, the next time you're going to, you know, you might be motivated to do it. It'll go away. It's just a feeling and it's just an emotion. It will pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just getting right back on the wagon and not allowing that snowball effect to happen. So if you mess up, you mess up, but just get right back on it. So if you, you know, your time blocking goes to crap for this hour. Okay. Your next thing on your list, what is it? Get back on it. Or say you eat off of your meal plan. 
okay, what's your next meal? Get back on it. Don't allow yourself to just fall into that snowball effect where you just say F it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're, you messed up. So now you're just going to throw the whole day away. No, just get right back on it because then you're getting that positive reinforcement and you're just going to have more positive things happen rather than just letting that snowball negative. I, I agree with that. And I feel like that's also something similar to sales. That's like, mm-hmm. they don't prospect. They hadn't, an, you know, they failed at it or had a funky call and didn't really get it in the pocket or got rejected. Or there's too many objections. And they didn't know how to handle it. And so it's like, they take a little bit of a hiatus away from prospecting. It's like, don't snowball it. You have a bad prospecting situation. Well, you know what? Prospect a little bit later on today, see how it circles back or tomorrow, you know? So I like how you said that. Look at it for that one little moment. And the other thing too is part of what makes us better and stronger is these little failures. Are these little challenges that we have along the way in our process that get us better and stronger? So not being afraid of those, that it's not a bad thing, you know? And Megan gave us permission to have a cheeseburger. Exactly. Just get (laughs) right back on it. Um, so there are people listening right now and they could be an at-home mom. It could be an actor. It could be, you know, a manager, sales manager. It could be a title person, realtor. I mean, there's all different types of people that are listeners. And by the way, thank you for listening. I would say they, everyone wants to master something or they want to improve something or we want to win. We want to be number one at our branch or number one in our company or be in the top 5% in the nation or in the area or whatever. How, how does one find drive and passion to do so? That's such a difficult question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can't really, it's, it's a hard thing to say, but you can't really find drive or passion to, to be the best at the end. Right. But I think that if you decide I'm just going to be a little better, a little better, a little better, then it adds up and maybe turns into that massive drive or that massive passion. Because again, your positive reinforcement, you know, if you set a little goal, I'm going to do a little better today and you do, you're like, dang, I just, you know, that was awesome. And when we're successful, I think the passion comes with that. So setting ourselves up to win on small goals and small, you know, small spectrum, I think that's where drive and passion comes in because we're, we're winning at the little stuff. That's important to hear. Some people think they need ultimate drive and passion to be number one that you need drive and passion to have a body like this, that you need all those things, which are great tools and attributes, of course, to have, but people don't understand how to get there. You know, it's like, I want to be really good at this, but I don't, I don't know how to have that driver passion. I think that was great advice. Chipping away little wins, giving yourself credit, positive reinforcement gets you there. You know, yeah. the, sm- the sum of small efforts that really get you to that ultimate goal, which is so important because honestly, I'm thinking like, I just want to take these 10 pounds off right this second. And it's like, it's not, it's not that 
I have, you know, it's, it's making conscious decision every day. And I do love how you said about the choices, because I use that in coaching. I talk a lot about is everything's a choice. Do you want to prospect or do you want to go play on Facebook? Uh, play on Facebook, everybody would answer that, right? Like you, you want to eat lettuce and lemons in your, your vegetable platter or would you like this? cheesecake over here. I mean, the reality is it's all, it's all choice driven, you know, it's yeah. all choice driven. And that's a big messaging that I really thought the mind of a champion could share with us today. And you really nailed that. You're right Thank on point. You. you know, I can't even make this shit up. This, I got proof <laughs> behind me. And when I promote this podcast, and you're to see this picture. You're uh, unbelievable. I mean, I, I have to tell you, cause I've worked with you since you got started with in, in title and, and thank you for that because you have the same methodology that in, you know, you want your body like this, you have two coaches, you want to have, um, a business that's on the rise and that you have a big paycheck. You hired a coach. I mean, that's right. It's your, you use your tools in both areas, which I love. And I just have to say, as someone who, you know, I don't get pictures of you weekly with your body, with your business, <laughs> your weekly paycheck doesn't come for me to evaluate. But what I do know is that I've been watching you grow through the years and exponential growth. And to see you up as the overall champion, I'm telling you right now, that shit is not easy. It wasn't easy prior to COVID and it's double not easy being in a quarantine. The fact of the matter that you went to train, prepare and dive in when you didn't know if it was going to be canceled or not. And when you, when you had an out, you had an out and an excuse to go, it's COVID. I don't have, you know, I've got so much, I'm on lockdown. I don't have the gym. You could have ran every excuse and we all would believe you. I'm over the moon impressed of your discipline and your focus and that your eyes stayed on the prize through your whole journey till you got to June 13th. Hats off, my friend. Thank you so much. So Thank you. So, I mean, chills. This, I'm just, I'm just so proud of you. You're going to like is, make me cry over here. I mean it though, because that's not easy. That's, that is hard work. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm very disciplined in business. Okay. I've ran very successful business in my life. And I, I, I feel like if my business had a body, it could look like that. Right. Okay. Well, it oh, does hundred. My, my point about it is I, I am so fascinated by the discipline in the other way. Cause that's not where I'm best. Right. I, I, I had a trainer when I was in my twenties, shout out Linda Lee, you're the bomb diggity do. I've <laughs> never looked like that since like without her, I'm a mush pot. So the reality is, <laughs> is that I am, I'm just so proud because it's so hard. And as we get older, our bodies do different things that we don't expect and anticipate. And you just keep challenging your body. And, and I'm telling you, someone came in second, third and 10th in this whole thing and beyond. And they're looking up at you like, man, that she's set the bar. I want to be her when I grow up and I want to be you when I grow up. Megan, I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're absolutely amazing. I got to close out every one of my special guest speakers with one question that I really want to know. And that is in life, what do you know for sure? All I know for sure is today, literally the moment I'm in 
And so for your listeners, I want them to know if all you know is today in this moment, just win today and the moment that you're in, because at the end of the day, when you go to bed, you will be super, super happy and proud of yourself. And then that's just going to catapult you tomorrow to be better and keep winning. Mm, I love that. Win the day, friends. What a great line. What a great reminder. You're fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, you got to follow her on, on, um, on Facebook and look at her pictures and look at her experience. She's incredible. And she's on Facebook and she spells her name interesting. M-A-E-G-H-A-N. And her last name is E-G-L-I. And uh, be a super girl fan like me because she's incredible. Megan, thank you so much for being here. Listeners, if you need to connect with me, you can find me at Lisa Crown on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Go get them. And whatever you do, win the day. Thanks, Megan. Thanks, Lisa.